All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. Yeah, guys, we're getting back on track after my big trip to, to, to London, to the United Kingdom. Had a great, great time over there in the UK at Vape Jam UK. Got to hang out with Dean, the vaping biker. And I mean, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. I got to hang out with Dean. Dean's such a such a nice guy, such a genuinely solid dude. I always love spending time with him. You can go over to his YouTube channel, actually, or you can watch it on my episode two, although his is much, much better quality. Um, he sat down with me and Ruby Roo and did a little quick interview, and it was really fun. I had a great time over in the UK, but yeah, we're back. We're back here in California. We're getting back on track with the videos. I don't have any vape events in May. I don't think vape events don't start again until june and that is in columbus ohio at the vapor whatever the fuck it's called vapor expo midwest vapor expo in columbus ohio check it out yeah it's gonna be a thing i'm gonna be there Dwayne's gonna be there we're gonna bro trip out there together for sure and it's gonna be a really good time but welcome before we get to any of that just want to say welcome to the vlog feels good to be back um, we are gonna have some news and advocacy here at the top of the program I need to stop doing this I do this thing where I like hand 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 uh. I just need to keep my hands to myself I'm gonna make fists on my desk and try to talk and it's gonna be really super difficult, but we have some news and advocacy here at the top of the program. We're going to do some first impressions. We're going to do some shout outs. I even have a retro vaping segment prepared and ready to go. Um, the only thing we're not doing tonight is a beer tasting simply because I wasn't able to bring any beer back with me from the UK and I don't have any beer ready to go up in my fridge. I literally just got home from the UK last night and I've spent today uh, vlog prepping. So this this is going to be one of those, you know, kind of off the top of my head, just really unprepared, really kind of thrown together vlog, which always seemed to turn out really well, but it is going to be very, very thrown together. So the first thing it says here in my vlog notes is the New York update. And this is actually from an Instagram post that's been going around all over the place. An Instagram user by the name of Drew... <laughs> I, I don't know. Pe pe you know, people have weird Instagram names. People are like, oh, underscore vape underscore awesome life eight underscore 52. And I'm like, wow, that's a re that's a really difficult Instagram. Like, oh, hey, what's your Instagram? Oh, no, it's it's underscore vape underscore awesome eight uh, underscore, you know, 58 or whatever. Anyway, this is Drood SVS Drew D. SVS. A lot of people have posted this around. This was the first one that I saw on Instagram. Uh, NYSVA confirms that state budget of New York removes all vapor regulations. Interesting, right? I'm just going to read through this from the actual Instagram post. But last week, the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo... Cuomo? Is that his name? Cuomo? I'm pretty sure that I'll never really be able to pronounce anything correctly ever in my life. But it says this last week, the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, released a statement saying that he would postpone the deadline until May 31st for the state legislature to make a decision regarding the budget his office proposed. Furthermore, revisions to the budget were necessary for the New York Assembly members to ultimately reach a consensus. Now, nearly days later, Vaping Post has been contacted by Vaping advocates in New York all weekend 
in which we learned from industry professionals that it appears most of the anti-vaping language has been removed from the newly developed budget as it has been clearly reworded. There was a revision tax of 10 cents per mil as opposed to 40 cents per mil. Now it appears there is no longer any vaping language included. Since the Vaping Post has been covering the events taking place in New York State, the New York State Vapor Association, the NYSVA, has contacted us by time it was 12 p.m. to inform us that all of the vapor language has been entirely removed from the New York budget proposed for 2017-2018. That's huge. That is unbelievable. I think this is the first time that I can ever remember. I mean, if this has happened before, please let me know in the comments down below. But this is one of the first times I can recollect that there was some horrible vape legislation up, you know, going through a budget bill through through a state or local government and on their own they removed all of the vapor language, you know, all of the vapor regulation and language and taxes from the bill before it got sent forward. I, I don't recall ever, ever seeing that happen before. That's fantastic. I mean, this was a huge, this was a huge deal in New York State. I mean, this was going to be like a Pennsylvania, Indiana, California type of situation that would have really effed up vaping in New York State. But thankfully, we have advocates in New York State, people like Andrew Osborne, people like the, I, I closed it and I can't remember what it was called, the NYSVA in New York working diligently around the clock to sort of get this language removed from the bill. So fuck yeah. Shout out to all of the vapor advocates in New York state. All of the vapors in New York state really need to thank their local advocate for getting that language, you know, sort of removed from that bill because that would have been really detrimental to vaping in the state of New York. And now it's gone. That's it. It's all gone, and I think that's fantastic, and I think it's okay to celebrate a win, and don't go on social media and, you know, start calling the governor of New York and, uh, you know, a dick or an asshole or, you know, you don't understand vaping, vapor's rights, I vape, I vote, fuck you, none of that, none, don't, don't slander him, but uh, celebrate, I mean, celebrate. If Prop 56 had been shot down in California, you're damn right we would have been celebrating. Unfortunately, it did go through and that's still a thing that's about to be implemented. But anyway, New York killing it on the advocacy front. That is awesome. Uh, congratulations. I think that's just a fantastic thing. And uh, I do have some more news and stuff going on right here. Um, the new surgeon, uh, the, the, okay, no, okay. Here we go. Surgeon General. The Surgeon General apparently went on this YouTube internet show that I'm not familiar with. I mean, all of this happened while I was in the UK. So I came home to about a gajillion emails regarding this particular topic. But evidently, the new Surgeon General went on another anti-vaping crusade on some YouTube channel that I had personally, truly, and honestly never heard of before. A lot of people sent me this, including one dude named Mark who called the Surgeon General General Fuck Dick. And I just thought that was really hilarious. And I, I really just wanted to mention that on video that Mark had called him uh, General Fuck Dick. But another YouTuber, uh, another vape YouTuber, own boy Josh, you should check him out. He does some really great videos. He posted a fantastic response to this Surgeon General being on YouTube. He was on Good Mythical Morning. 
Good Mythical Morning, which... Again, I've never heard of Good Mythical Morning, sorry. But the Surgeon General was on Good Mythical Morning and they were just, you know, destroying vaping. Not even destroying vaping, just being flat out wrong about a lot of their facts about nicotine and how it affects your body. And they said nicotine causes brain damage and it causes a lack of focus and it causes a lack of, uh, you know, motivation to do things. And I feel like if that were true, which it's not true, but I feel like if that were true, then there would be no successful vape companies. Like we're all vaping. I sit here at my desk and I'm just vaping all day long. Clouds bro clouds. And if nicotine demotivated me, you would not be watching a video right now. I would not have GrimGreen.com. I wouldn't be running an amber juice. I wouldn't have just flown back and forth from the UK. I'd be upstairs laying on my couch watching Parks and Recreation. But I am plenty motivated. And anyway, they were doing some, I mean, ridiculous, ridiculous things. I tried to watch the Good Mythical Morning segment with the Surgeon General just on its own. And I got so mad. I mean, pure the most, the most pure form of rage that I have ever felt watching this. And I had to stop it. I said to myself, self, I can't get through this. I cannot watch this video. But Omboy Josh did a great response to it. And every time he, he, you know, he shows some of the video and he comes in with like some information and facts and jokes, it makes it much easier to watch. It makes it much less rage inducing. So shout out to Omboy Josh. I'll post a link down in the description to his response to the good mythical morning that the Surgeon General was on. And it's, I mean, it's a fantastic fantastic video. Omboy Josh does good videos anyway. This video in particular I thought was really very well done and we need to share it around. I don't have time to do a response video. This all happened while I was, you know, over in the UK. So obviously I didn't prepare anything, but thankfully I think, uh, no, Matt, Matt from Suck My Mod did a response to the Verge article. Homeboy Josh did a response to the Surgeon General being on Good Mythical Morning. I would highly, highly suggest checking it out. I'll have a link down in the description. You should watch it, uh, share it, watch it again, share it again. He did a really good job because the Surgeon General did a really poor job. I mean, science is not... Uh, I would say that science isn't the current Surgeon General's strong suit. Oh, got a couple few more little news tidbits here. Remember, we were talking about Scott Gottlieb. Scott Gottlieb, he's the new head of the FDA. Or he's going to be the new head of the FDA. There was a fantastic quote from him that was just released publicly. I first saw it on the Americans for Tax Reform newsletter, which if you're not subscribed to the Americans for Tax Reform newsletter, you should definitely absolutely go over to Tax Reform. Tax, AmericansforTaxReform.com. Sign up for their newsletter. This is the quote from the new appointed, newly appointed head of the FDA, Scott Gottlieb. He said, in areas where there is inherent, obvious, and seemingly unavoidable risk related to certain consumer products, whether it's combustible tobacco or dangerously addictive opioid drugs, we have the opportunity to help consumers move to less risky alternatives. Let me read that one part again. We have the opportunity to help customers move to less 
risky alternatives. This is the first time that I can possibly remember in recorded history where a U.S. politician has used the term less risky alternatives. Me as a vendor, as a as a as a company owner, I, I run Namber Juice, we do Grim Green LLC. I am not allowed to say less harmful alternative or less risky alternative. This is coming straight from the newly appointed head of the FDA, Scott Gottlieb. We have the opportunity to help consumers move to less risky alternatives. That is fantastic. I think that is just, I think that's just so cool. It's amazing to hear the head of the FDA Right? I don't know why I'm doing this. It's just like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, what was that show? Little Rascals when they're like, hey, and they're cheering. Does anybody do this anymore? We should bring this back. Instead of clapping for people, we should be like, yeah, do this. I want to bring this back. The head of the FDA saying we have the opportunity to help consumers move to a less risky alternative. Amazing. That is Boom. I think that's I think that's fantastic. I've been telling a few people this. We were just talking about it on the Culture of Clouds podcast, but I am very optimistic about the future of vaping within the United States. We have so much stuff going on. The original Cole Bishop amendment is getting heard very, very soon. We have HR eleven thirty six that is making its, you know, way, making its process through you know, it's going through the whole process. We still have the right to be smoke free coalition lawsuit going on. And on top of all all of those, we have a brand new head of the FDA that is already using words like less risky alternatives when talking about combustible tobacco. This is good. This is all this is all good stuff. I am very optimistic about the future of vaping in the United States. And like I said, if you're not subscribed to the Americans for Tax Reform newsletter, please, please subscribe to the Americans for Tax Reform newsletter. It is just freaking fantastic. So the last thing news-wise that I have to talk about is a GoFundMe. I, I started seeing this all over Instagram um, while I was gone in the UK, and I decided not to repost it because I reach more people here on my YouTube than I do on my Instagram. But Twisted Messes did repost it, and I'm just going to read it off of here. Our brother at Ethos, founding member, uh, founding member of Build Mode, Proud husband and father has fallen on some hard times with two visits to the hospital and an operation in the past two weeks. Who knows what the bills will cost, plus a loss of wages over his time. He wouldn't dream of asking for help, but we can do that for him. We are looking to help a brother out as best we can. We all know how this works. If each of us donate what we can, we should be able to meet the goal. If not exceed it, let's band together as a community and help one of our own. We've created a goal fund me. So I have a link that I'm going to put in the description to the GoFundMe for Mr. At Ethos, who is a founding member of Build Mode. And I don't know if you follow Build Mode on Instagram, build underscore mode on Instagram, but you should. They post amazing things, amazing builds. It's an Instagram account that I have been following forever, and he is one of the co-founders of this. Um, they're trying to raise $15,000 to cover his hospital bills. They've raised $2,000 so far. So if anybody is feeling generous and you want to help a fellow member of the community, a founding member of a very you know important building movement on Instagram, absolutely, you should, you should go donate. Donate 
donate whatever you can. Donate a dollar, donate five dollars, it all helps. Obviously, I'll be going to donate as well because I've admired Build Mode and I have a Build Mode t-shirt and uh, I would like to help Mr. Ethos. He spells it weird. It spells it ethos and then with a Z after the S. So it's ethoses. Ethoses? Ethoses. Anyway, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to donate some money. I would highly recommend if you're a uh, builder and you follow build mode that uh, maybe if you want, go over there, donate some money. No big deal. You don't have to make it like a big uh, public spectacle. There's no there's no reason to do that. Just donate whatever you can. And lastly, what I wanted to talk about really super, super insanely, super quickly here at the end of the news is I have started a Patreon, Okay. I know I'd talked about this in the past and a lot of people were urging me to do it with all of the changes that are happening within YouTube and how you can and cannot monetize your videos. I have a feeling that in not too the not too distant future, no vape videos will be allowed to be monetized on YouTube. And that that affects me heavily. I heavily rely on money that I make from YouTube to buy groceries, to pay my rent, to pay my bills. This is kind of a this is kind of a big thing and I want to keep making YouTube videos. Don't get me wrong. I would make YouTube videos for free. But I do enjoy the fruits of my labor. It's like the Joker said, if you're good at something, never do it for free. I would continue to make YouTube videos if I couldn't monetize them in any way. So what I've decided to do is set up a Patreon. So if you go over to patreon.com slash grim green, which don't worry, I'll be putting a link down into the description. Uh, I have a Patreon set up. If you want to donate, that would be amazing. If you don't want to donate, and this is the part I want to stress, if you don't want to donate, if you don't want to give me shit, if you don't want to give me any money at all, that is perfectly fine. That is perfectly acceptable. It will not affect my YouTube in any way. If you donate zero money, you are still able to watch any Tuesday Bro Tuesday videos I upload. You are still able to watch any vlog videos I upload. You're still able to watch anything that I upload to YouTube. You're still able to watch any live stream I'm on and you're still able to listen to the Culture of Clouds podcast all, all for free all for free. There are a few people that I give money to on Patreon. There's some content creators that I give like 10 bucks a month to, 20 bucks a month to, just because I like their content. And you know, it's like, if you like a band, you buy their t-shirt to give them money. Or if you like a band, you buy their records to, to give them money. You know what I mean? I, there's people, content creators that I like on YouTube, um, and I give them money through Patreon. It's 2017 now, and we have the ability to directly fund the art that we want to see. I think it's just fantastic. I have a couple, couple different tiers set up. Um, you know, it, it's whatever. It's just a thing. I'm not. I'm not begging for money. If you want to support this YouTube, if you want to, you know, see the best possible quality content that you can, then please donate over at the Patreon. I mean, I used YouTube money to buy my Zoom mic for recording the podcast. I use YouTube money to buy cameras, to buy my GoPro so that I can do travel vlogs. I use my YouTube money to buy this camera right here that I'm using to shoot my videos. I've used YouTube money to buy this microphone and this microphone stand so that I can shoot good YouTube videos. That's what I use this money for in addition to 
like I said, being able to buy dinner, being able to put a fucking roof over my head. So if that's something that interests you, if you have been on Patreon before and you've donated money, you know, monthly money to other people and you feel like that's something that you feel compelled to do for me, then absolutely. Um, There's a one dollar thing where you can donate a dollar a month and I just go, that's awesome. I mean, thank you so much for donating $1 a month. There's a $5 a month thing where I just go, you know what? Hey, that's cool too. There's still no perks at the $5 a month thing, but you 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 will feel a great level of satisfaction for helping out this YouTube. Really where anything gets interesting is the $10 a month thing. If you donate $10 a month, you get a monthly entry using your $10 payment is a monthly entry into a giveaway package consisting of mods and juices and atomizers and tanks and RTAs and RDAs and and vape mats and and towels and and t-shirts and hats and all sorts of fun stuff like that in addition to an official shout out here on the vlog and access to Patreon only content that I will be posting only on Patreon, on my Patreon page. So, in accordance with my Patreon rules, I have two people now donating $10 a month, so they get, right now, an official shout-out in the Grim Green Thursday vlog. I have to give a shout-out to Cody Stewart. Thank you so much for your $10 donation. And don't forget, Cody, your name is going into the raffle, and I will be emailing the winner at the end of this month. In addition to Alex... Alex Hargraves, Hargraves, anyway, thank you so much, Alex, that's amazing, 10 bucks a month, two people right now, two people donating $10 a month, which means if that just continues through the end of the month, one of you will be winning a huge prize package, I mean, you're going to win mods and juice and tanks and atomizers and all that great stuff, maybe even a grim green t-shirt from feeling like super generous, but yeah, that's how you get in on the giveaways now, you have to go over to Patreon, of course I'm going to do non-Patreon like $2 sale type of stuff that I've been doing in the Tuesday Bro Tuesday, but this is just a new outlet. It's a new thing. It's going to it's going to keep me accountable for creating good YouTube content. It's going to have people be able to show their support for me and it's going to be able to organize how to do giveaways. I mean, the way Patreon does it, it is really super fun and super easy and right now there are two people doing the $10 reward and what the heck. There's one person doing a $1 a month. Thank you so much. Your name is Vuel. V O O O E L. Thank you. That $1 a month, you know what? That's fucking awesome. Thank you so much. So yeah, Patreon. It's a thing. I'm not going to force it down anybody's throat. I'm going to throw a link down in the description of every video from now on and if you can feel compelled, go over there, click. You might win some uh you know, you might win some dope-ass shit. Anyway, let's wrap up that news. That was way too long. Um, let's do real quick uh, what I've been vaping. What I've been vaping. So I was gone, like I said, in the U... Oh, fuck, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> 
So I was gone uh, for the last five days in the UK, so I'm just going to talk about what I was vaping, what I brought with me um, to the UK. First things first, this hasn't even been on YouTube yet. This is the stabilized wood hexome that I got in Atlanta. Oh, I guess it's been on video. It was in the Atlanta video, but now it's home, safe and sound. Stab wood hexome. It's got the fat back door, so it's really nice and rounded and comfy in your hand. I've got uh, the Black Skill RDA on top. I've got a gold flake Jess Marie DHD drip tip on top because the goon nub tips fit the Skill RDA perfectly. And I'm vaping Lowrider. There were at least six to seven people that handed me bottles of Lowrider in the UK because they know I love it so much. And there were a few people, Ronan from Republic of Vape included, he said they changed the recipe for, for Lowrider, it's not the same juice. They changed the recipe and everybody that handed me a bottle said, don't worry, this is the old recipe. So I have some old recipe Lowrider right here. Um, this is a 0.25 or a 0.3 sitting on the Hexome. I have it turned up to a thing that is comfortable. Fantastic. This was one of my favorite vapes uh, throughout all of Vape Jam UK. Super good. Just a really fucking good vape. Another thing that I took with me to Vape Jam UK was that Minikin Boost. That Minikin Boost guy. This is the big form factor Minikin. This is the, the long Minikin, not the Minikin 2, the short guy. This is the Minikin Boost. 150 watt. Got it topped with the Recoil RDA. Another DHD metalhead cap on top that's purple, but it's purple on black, so you can't really see it, but it is quite matchy-matchy. Got that loaded up with... Uh, uh, Turkish blend. I freaking love this juice. Vaped half a bottle already. Freaking love, 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 love the M Turk Turkish blend. I'll throw links for everything I'm talking about down in the description, but it's like a sweet butterscotch custard that is just freaking delicious. Uh, Recoil RDA on top, clouds bro, clouds cap. This is a 0.15 at 86 watts. Just a fantastic vape. And the last thing I brought with me to the UK is that Revenant box. I just like this thing. I just really like it. In fact, I might knock out a review for this very, very soon. I think it's going to completely bypass Tuesday Bro Tuesday just because I've been using it so much. I've been using it so much in the vlog. I've been using it so much when I travel. I took it to Atlanta. I took it to the UK. Chances are I'll take it to Columbus, Ohio in June as well. Have that topped with a blue recoil again. Another DHD cap on top. This is the metal head with a pink... Uh, is it Tricker or Trickster? I can never remember. I always say it wrong. I think it's Tricker. I think that's the Tricker cap. This is actually the Flavor Bro Flavor cap, and I have that loaded up with, uh, this is actually, it's not a Grim Green DHD juice. Hey, wow. Look at that. Look how matchy-matchy. Shirt and sticker. Ooh. This is uh, Nola from Lane Cove. Nope, it's not Nola. It's Alice. Alice from Lane Cove. Alice is freaking delicious. Freaking, freaking delicious. That's that's how much I vaped of it in, in a couple days. I was rotating between this and this and then the low rider. And that's, you know, well, whatever. That's a lot of juice. Anyway, Alice is freaking delicious in here. Uh, it's 0.22 at 80 watts. Very, very flavorful vape. I know the Recoil RDA is like my own creation. Me and Dwayne created it, but god damn it. 
it, the flavor on it is so fucking good. Even with the Clouds Bro Clouds Cap, when you put on the Flavor Bro Flavor Cap, it is just warm, dense, saturated vapor into my mouth hole. Of course, I have some M-Turk Aliens on here. The Lane Cove uh, Alice just has never tasted better. So good. So freaking good. But that's it. I mean, that's what I brought with me to the UK. That's what I've been vaping for like the last five, six days exclusively. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's what I got. That's 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 what I've been vaping. That's what I've been vaping. That's a fun little segment right there. So like I said, there's not going to be any beer this week. So what we're going to do is bypass the beer and we're going to jump straight into some shout outs. It is shout out time. Before we get into too many shout outs, I just want to thank, I mean, everybody, all of my subscribers, all of my Instagram followers, all my friends on Facebook. I mean, everybody I talked to at the UK Vape Jam, thank you literally from the bottom of my heart for all the birthday wishes. It was my birthday on April 6th. I got to spend it in the UK with my friends, and it was just a fantastic experience. A few people gave me gifts, and I got Kinder Buenos, and I got some beer, and I got some other random stuff. I got an egg cozy. Yeah, be jealous that I have a rabbit-shaped egg cozy and one of the gifts that i got was from uh from james here james out of new york um he writes to me and says hey grim on a on, on paper like a like a paper this is like old school email right hey grim first off sorry if that's the improper way to address you i wasn't sure if you wanted to be addressed as nick grim grim green mr green or grim or fly motherfucker i haven't been watching i've been watching your videos for about a year and a half and i started when i took the jump to hobbyist so thank you for everything you do i've included some dope star wars related items that i am confident that you will think are awesome as well one of the things he included it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Um, he goes on to say, damn near everything in my vape arsenal has been influenced by your reviews and I have never had a bad experience since I started taking your opinions on gear. If you want to shout me out, that's cool. I don't want you to feel obligated to do so. Also, I didn't want to seem rude or too forward. So if I could send you my recoil and have you sign it, that would be greatly appreciated. And eventually a Grim Army hex home. When I can freaking find one, I would love a literal signature setup. Yes. Easily. That can easily be arranged. Very, very easily be arranged. In fact, it's easier to sign the recoil box than it is to sign the actual recoil RDA. It'll rub off of your actual recoil RDA. Anyway, it says, hey, huge fan ears. Hopefully we get to meet up in an event. I'll be the one panicking for what to say and probably only get out buddy. <laughs> but the silver lining is Sage wouldn't be there. P.S. Greedo had it coming. He shot first and any naysayers can fight me on that. Except if Dwayne says it. Dwayne scares me. He can say that Han shot first. P.P.S. I'm just joking. I can take Dwayne. P.P.S. No, I can't. Absolutely. Regardless on your views of whether or not Han or Greedo shot first. I mean, you can think Greedo shot first, but you're wrong. Look at what he sent me. Do you see this? Tell me that's not the fucking coolest thing you've ever seen in your life. It is a magical sort of three-dimensional... Wait, ready? Look at the other color. Oh, purple. Look at that. Ready? And now it's going to do the color changey. Oh, no, that's blue again. Okay, now... Oh, now we're doing all the colors. All the colors. And you turn it off. Red. Look at that. Here, let's get back to... Let's, okay, we'll do green. We'll do green. We'll do a green stormtrooper. This is amazing. 
This is so fucking cool, and I am dying to find a place for it. As it stands right now, it's just plugged into my computer, and I got a wire going across my desk, and it just kind of sits there. And that's not good enough for me. I'm all about cable management and organization, so I need to find a good place for that. But James from New York, thank you so much for sending that to me. That was uh, unbelievable. And of course, absolutely, you are shouted out. Bump that fist, bro. Even if you think Gr Greedo shot first. Uh, so we got some more time to do a couple more shout outs. Um, this is the single most random experience that has ever happened to me. You know those moments in your life where you're like, what cosmic forces aligned to make this event happen? And you'll understand after I read this email, um, Su Chang writes to me, and I think I'm saying your name right, Su Chang. He says, hi, Nick, my name is Su Chang. I'm from Taiwan. I still feel thrilled that I was able to meet you last October during my honeymoon. I remember that you looked like the happiest person ever holding that pack of West Veletrin while I stood there speechless like a fan seeing his favorite idol for the first time. It was an honor to meet you. It was a if it wasn't for my wife who encouraged me to go up and say hi to you. April 6th is Leah's birthday, and I would like to give her a birthday shout-out. So first of all, fuck yeah, April 6th birthday. Leah is obviously a very, very cool person. She is the reason I quit smoking after 11 dragging years. Though she isn't a smoker or a vapor, she is there for me on my way to start vaping. Through her support, I can become a better person. I also want to give our daughter a shout out as well. She will be coming up in the world. Uh, she will be coming into the world this June. We are so excited for my baby girl. I will tell her I am your father when I hold her for the first time. Yes. Please do that. Even just the thought of that, like, makes me misty in my eyes for some reason. Nick, I want to thank you for everything you do. Your YouTube channel was like a Bible to me when I first started vaping, and you are like Yoda to me. Well, thank you so much for the kind words. I would never compel myself to the greatness of Yoda, um, but thank you so much for the kind words. So the story behind this is... I was in the single most random place of all time. Late last year, after the Paris Vape Expo, a few people, uh, me and uh, Ronan and Jess Marie and Diego, we went to Belgium and I spent an entire week in Belgium and we went to, it wasn't an entire week, I guess. It was like five days in Belgium. Anyway, we drove up to this old city in Belgium named Bruges, Bruges, Belgium. And I was there on some random street in a random city in Belgium. We had just come out of the beer shop and I had bought my four pack of West Vletrin 12. This gentleman walks up to me and he doesn't speak a lick of English, man. He just does not speak it. And he just says, Grim Green, Grim Green. And I said, yes, I am. Well, like, there was this communication barrier, like we didn't quite know what to do. And he said, Grim Green, Grim Green. And he pulled he pulled a patch out of his out of his out of his pocket and he gave me a Star Wars patch from his pocket and he said, Can we get a picture? And I said, Yes, of of course you can get a picture. We I took a picture with this guy on the street of Bruges, Belgium, while he was on his honeymoon. We just happened to be in the same place, a guy from Taiwan who watches my video was on his honeymoon in Belgium and me, a vape guy from California, happened to be in Belgium at that exact freaking moment and we were able to meet each other. We exchanged a few pleasantries. We took a picture. I said, thank you, thank you very much. And, and he left and went about his day and 
it was one of the most, I mean, seriously, most random experiences of my life, but absolutely, Su Chang, you are shouted out, Leah, you are shouted out, and your daughter, whose name I don't know, she is definitely shouted out. I always find it interesting shouting out very, very young people or babies that aren't even born yet, because in the future, you can go, hey, here, here's a guy on YouTube that you don't care about. He, he shouted you out one time way back in, in 2017. Anyway, you guys are all definitely shouted out. I uh, got, got time for a couple more, a couple more shout outs, I guess. This is a bit of a late birthday, but uh, Amber writes to me and says, hi, Nick. My name is Amber and my husband is a big fan. His birthday is coming up on March 25th, which is... It is past March 25th. I apologize. I was hoping you could wish him a happy birthday if you do a video around his birthday. He would be completely shocked. I am not able to surprise him often, so this would be great. His name is Brian, and he watches your videos every time they are posted. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Brian, you are shouted out, and Amber, you are definitely shouted out. Happy, happy freaking birthday. I love birthdays, and my family birthdays were always kind of a kind of a big deal. It was like a really special day. And every year on my birthday, I feel that like childhood feeling of this being like an important day. So absolutely happy birthday. You are shouted out. Amber and Brian, uh, happy birthday, Brian. I hope it was everything you could have ever hoped for. Uh, let me do another shout out here for Marcus. Maybe this one's too long. Let's just read it. Let's just dive in. Who cares? Hey, Nick, before getting to the request for a shout out, I would like to thank you for all the good things you do on YouTube and for the vaping community worldwide. I am Marcus from Germany, and I would appreciate it if you could give a big shout out to the Steam team over here in Germany. It's a small group of people entertaining our community in a live show on YouTube every Sunday evening. Maybe you remember some of the guys because of your participation in one of their shows June 2013. That's right. You can find the video on YouTube by searching Steam Team Grim Green. That's right. I was on the Steam Team way back in 2013. Apart from talking about news like the TPD and all the regulations we have to fight against, the Steam Team additionally gives the vaping people a chance to come together as a community. Very soon they will have episode 200 of their show and they plan to set uh, they plan it as a live event on stage in order to say thank you to all their contestant winners and subscribers. Nearly 7,000 on YouTube. People like people like them uh, work for a strong vaping community in Germany by spending their free time for us and our interests. We have to be strong to advocate our rights for vaping. I hope that my words may convince you to mention this mail in your vlog. You guys definitely earn the attention I'm asking for. Furthermore, I know that they see your vlogs too, so please send them a screen-bumping fist from Mr. Grin Grim Green and Max Ren, my screen name on YouTube. Absolutely! The Steam Team, uh, the Steam team out of Germany. You are definitely shouted out. I want all of you right now. You can pause the video if you have to. Bump it. Bump the fist. Where's it going to go? Where's it going to go? Okay, bump it now. Keep doing what you do and we'll keep on vaping. P.S. Uh, love my recoil filled up with Yig. Cheers, Marcus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys are shouted out. Uh, I get a lot. Of, I've been getting a lot of emails from Germany, actually, um, and that's fantastic. That's just... That's just freaking fantastic. Glad you like the recoil. Recoil. Glad you dig the dig the gig juice. And uh, shout out to the Steam team out of Germany. Do we have time for one more? Ooh, I feel like this is going on a little bit too long. Let's just try one more. Let's uh, let's let's see if I can find one. Oh no. Yeah, I'm gonna do this shout out. This is uh, nope. This is a this is a very heart wrenching shout out. Um, a fellow named Josh wrote to me. 
Um, and he said, I can use this in the vlog and I can use all of their names. Um, so I'm just going to read it. Hello, Nick. No doubt you get a lot of messages, but I hope you read mine. My second daughter's birthday is coming up on the 9th and she would have been one. Uh, but unfortunately she is in heaven. We are struggling very hard with this along with the fact that my first daughter is in heaven too, and will be three in April. I was hoping you can shout them out in your vlog or Tuesday, bro Tuesday. I've been thinking about it for a while and I finally had the courage to do it. Their names are Cassidy and Amelia. Uh, thank you, Nick. Big fan of yours. Keep on vaping. P.S. You can use all of our names in the shout out. Um, absolutely, Josh. Josh, you're shouted out. Cassidy and Amelia, you are definitely shouted out. Um, I'm so, I'm so, so sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry for your loss. And now I'm going to get all choked up, but I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, Cassidy and Amelia, this vlog is dedicated to you as well as Josh. This entire vlog is dedicated to you and your daughters. Um, chin up and uh, God, you're definitely shouted out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to end on such a downer. I'm sorry. But uh, that's just incredibly sad and it gets me incredibly choked up. And, I, and Josh, once again, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for your loss. So what we're going to do after those shout outs is uh, right now it's time. Uh, it's time for some first impressions. All right. So here we go with some first impression time. I don't even want to know what I want to do first. How about this? How about this mod right here? This has been freaking awesome. I've already been using it for like two weeks almost because I missed the vlog last week and then blah, 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 XYZ and whatever happened. But this is the Loch Ness mod from Vape Envy. Envy Vape. E-N-V-I-I -I Vape. This is the Loch Ness. This is like their budget version of much higher end mods. There are like super high end stabilized wood versions of this mod that have that like, you know, sloping sort of front. It's like pointy at the tip. My tech switch right there, clicky buttons, nice display right there. I have no idea what chip this is running on, but I really enjoy this chip. Shows you both your batteries. It shows you your volt your, your, your resistance, your wattage, your voltage. It's just been really rad. I have that topped with the Crown 3 tank, which also hasn't been on video. <coughs> Pardon me. What? <coughs> water. Water. Which has not been on video yet, but I'll probably be doing a review for it soon. It's a fine sub-ohm tank. It's it's very fine. It's very solid. It's really super spitbacky, but otherwise, it's a fine tank. Uh, I don't remember what juice I have in here. Oh, yeah, it's this stuff from 11 Mod. So I cannot find any information about this juice. I think it comes from Sweden. I'm not sure. It's called 11 Mod Violator, and I don't even know what it's supposed to taste like. It kind of reminds me of Dynamite Fuse. Anyone remember Dynamite Fuse? It's got that like sweet, fruity, like strawberry, apple, peach kind of situation happening in there. Anyway, this, this right here is a fantastic setup. Crown Tank is performing nicely. Crown 3 Tank is performing nicely. And what I love, I mean, absolutely love about this Loch Ness mod is the form factor. This is a insanely ergonomic mod. It just feels so comfortable in the hand. There's been a few mods lately, like that Joytick Evic Primo, like the way the Hexome fits in my hand with that fat back door. And the way that this fits in my hand it's perfect. I mean, it's absolutely perfect. It's almost like they made it specifically for my hand. 
big atomizers can fit on here. This is, the Crown 3 is 22, but it can fit a 24 or 25 millimeter atomizer on here. Nice, super clicky switch. I don't know if this is a MyTech switch, but it kind of feels like a MyTech switch. I don't know if it is actually, but I love holding this in my hand like this, hitting that button with my thumb. Dude, it's so great. One of the absolute greatest things about this mod, I'll put a link down in the description, vapeenvy.com has it. The Loch Ness comes in a bunch of different colors. It comes in black and it comes in blue. So I guess it comes in two colors. For some reason, I thought it came in red as well, but it doesn't. It comes in black and blue, 87 bucks. Dude, 87 bucks for a dual 18650, 150 watt. It does temperature control, although I don't use temperature control. That price alone, is worth this form factor. It's so beautiful to hold. It's just so ergonomic. It's got a little latch door right there. Batteries come out, Batter <laughs> batteries come out, batteries go in, it latches nice and tight. It comes on right away. There's no five on when you put the batteries in, you put the batteries in and it is on and you can vape. I have been loving it. I have been absolutely loving this Loch Ness. The form factor alone is worth the price of admission, and the price of admission even isn't, isn't even that high. It's only $87, and I have been loving this. This has become my go-to, like, everything mod. Like, I have some mods. One of them is the Boss Genesis from Vaporized Nomads, and this is the other one that when I'm like... Testing out a tank or testing out a dripper or building or fiddling or doing anything, checking resistance, dry burning, doing stuff like that, it goes on this mod or it goes on that Boss Genesis. That's it because it gives me accurate resistance readings. It does plenty of wattage for when I'm, pardon me, turning into fucking Rick for when I'm like building or dry, you know, dry burning my coils or anything like that. Just love it. Just having a really great time with this Loch Ness. Obviously, I'm going to spend a little bit more time with this before it gets a full standalone review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. But so far, man, this Loch Ness at 87 bucks, the form factor alone is worth the price of admission. And on top of that, you get a really nice performing mod. Damn, that Crown tank is spitty. That Crown 3 is a spitty, spitty, spitty fucking tank. So the next thing I want to talk about, in fact, we're going to be talking about this Atomizer in just a second, but I wanted to talk about this mod right here. I picked this up in the UK from Rebel Vape. This is their DNA 250, although it's only a dual 18650 DNA 250, so it's really a DNA 167 because that's the limitations of the chip when you're using two 18650 batteries, but it is form factor-wise very, very much like that Minikin 2. This is a badminton mod in that you hold it like a badminton racket. I put my thumb up the back like this and I hit the button with my finger. It's just a fantastic vape. Um, I've got this at uh, 0.17, 97 watts. So far the DNA 250 has been so good. Just worlds better than the DNA 75 and very on par with the DNA 200. You get that nice, smooth, flat, evolved DNA signal. It gives me plenty of power. It doesn't give me weak batteries or anything like that. Like I said, this is a 0.17 at 97 watts. Just a lot of clouds, bro, clouds. One of the things that I'm interested about in this uh, 3D printed mod is how it's going to hold up. 
You know what I mean? It's 3D printed, and in my experience, 3D printed material kind of holds on to a lot of dirt and gunk, and I can already kind of see it happening up here from being like in and out of my pocket. It's starting to darken up here. The the back is a different color than the top, and I can kind of see in here where it's engraved. It says Rebel Vape, if, you, if that's picking up on video. Really super, super deep lettering in there. I can kind of see some some dust and crud getting in there. I'm just interested to see how it holds up. The back is held on by pressure only. There's no magnets or anything. It just snaps on and it stays on really well. There's no play up, down, side to side. There's little slots where you can see your buttons as well as grab the door and sort of pull it off. It's also got their symbol on the back right there, that like spade that I'm sure you're not gonna be able to see very well. It's got a clicky button. I have a feeling this button that is also 3D printed is interfacing directly with the DNA board. Like that's how the DNA board is set up. I don't think they did anything to make this like extra clicky or anything like that, but it clicks and it feels, it, it feels, it just feels nice, man. I like to hold it, like I said, like a badminton racket, put my thumb going straight up the back like this and I hit the button with my finger. I've got a matchy DHD orange cap on top. I personally, I'm loving, loving the way that this looks with this atomizer, which we're gonna talk about next. I believe this Rebel Vape mod to be only a United Kingdom product, only a UK European product. You can head over to esauce.co.uk and don't worry, I'll put a link down in the description. These are 189 euro. Ugh, 189 euro. That's, I mean, that's expensive. What is that in dollars? That's 235 US dollars. So you're gonna need your vape budget hands. 189 euros for a 3D printed mod. And a lot of people think of 3D printed mods as being like, they feel cheap or they feel cheaper or it's like a lesser of a product. But this 3D printing came off of a very high, high quality 3D printer. I mean, these 3D printers run up into the $70,000, $80,000. The quality on this is unbelievable. It is a huge world of difference from some of the first 3D printed mods I got that were like warped on the bottom, or you could tell when it was printing the mod out, there was like hot spots or the consistency of the material going in was off and it didn't work very well. This is precise. This is insane precision. You can't see any stripes or printing marks or anything on it. It's all nice and super smooth. It feels very sturdy. It does feel like a 3D printed mod. So it kind of feels a little a little bit like a toy. It doesn't feel, you know, like a like a stabwood hexome or like the Loch Ness even. Like this feels like a substantial solid vaping device. This feels a little on the, not, I don't want to say cheap side, it just feels a little plasticky because, you know, it's fucking, it's made of plastic. The battery sled's marked on the inside. Batteries are easy to get in and out. Overall, I've been having a really great time with this. I am going to spend more time with it, like I always say, before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. But Rebel Vape, man, I've been having just a really fun time with this mod. And sitting on top of this uh, Rebel Vape 3D printed mod is the new 
RDA from BMI, Beast Mode Industries. This is the Nova RDA. It's a postless deck. It's a pretty interesting deck. It's postless, but it also has a juice well on the inside, which is something you don't see a lot of. A lot of postless RDAs are lacking a juice well. The Cosmonaut comes to mind. It's completely lacking a juice well. This has a built-in juice well. It's postlist and there is a juice well. One of my favorite things about this Nova RDA so far is the ability to bleh your juice onto the coils like a crazy person. I'm just, I'm doing it right now with the cap off, but you go bleh right through the middle. It goes all over your coils, gets all over your wicks. It's got Cylon style airflow slots on the side, adjustable AFC as well. I close it down, eh, just a little bit. Wide open, it's nice and fine. It's swooshy and clouds broke clouds, but it gets a little bit noisy here let's just rock it full open and i'll take a big old rip on it you can hear the airflow it's kind of a loud wide open airflow so i close it down a little bit it quiets it up and it makes it just a little bit more resistance i've been finding i like a little bit more resistance in some of my rdas now Really good, just a really good vape. And watch this, right through the center, just bleh, just like that. You don't even have to look. You just dump some juice in the center of this. There's a juice well on the inside. It's gonna get on your coils. It's gonna get on your cotton. It's got an adjustable AFC. This one is brass. The only thing I don't really like is the nautical star on it. I feel like that's, eh, it's not for me. Look, if you like nautical stars, that's cool. I don't like nautical stars. I'm glad I didn't get one tattooed on me back in 2001 like I was going to. Didn't do it. Glad I didn't do it. Not a fan of the nautical star look. Um, I kind of wish it wasn't on there. I believe that's the co-branding they did with this. They, they did this sort of with another company, I believe, and that's their their symbol. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about that. If anybody knows for sure, maybe I'm wrong about that. But I've been loving the Nova. It's it's nice. It's easy to build on. It was so easy to build on. I actually built this in my hotel room in the UK. I brought some MTurk aliens with me and he clips his leads the perfect distance to just drop the coils in. I, that's literally all I did is I dropped the coils in the holes. They were at the perfect height. I just screwed down the screws on the side drag burned them, wicked it, and I was vaping probably within five minutes of dropping those MTurk aliens on here. The flavor, it's nice. It's not anything to write home about, but it is a quite nice flavor. I've got this loaded up with Yig from the Grim Colt line, and it tastes exactly as it should. I don't know why I got into this thing with closing my eyes while I exhale. Have you noticed that? Do I do that at vape events? I'm trying to think if I close my eyes while I exhale. I don't know why I enjoy doing that. I just It's a thing I do. I'm sorry if that bothers you, but I'm probably going to keep doing it. I just like to close my eyes and, and focus on the flavor of the vapor like coming out of my mouth, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, BMI Nova, it's a little bit on the expensive side. It's 75 bucks, but what you're getting is... Uh, a pretty decent RDA so far. So far. Obviously, I'm going to spend more time with this before it gets a full reviewer enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. But BMI have always had a good track record with their products. Everything I've tried from this company has always been top-notch. Their BMI Goldie was one of my favorite, favorite, favorite RDAs. I absolutely loved it. And I feel like the Nova is well on its way to becoming one of my favorite RDAs. I'm really enjoying the vape I get from this.
Got a color changing matchy matchy DHD goon tap goon top. The goon nub tips fit this atomizer freaking perfectly. I mean, boom, right in, pops, stays on there great. The, wow, the top cap came off before the drip tip came off. Wow, look at that. Anyway, yeah, BMI Nova. Gonna be spending some time with that. Like I said before, it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday, bro. Tuesday Q. What else do I have to talk about? What other first impressions are going on here? Oh, that's right. I got this guy. Oh my God, I almost forgot about it. Look at this. Look at this mod. Look at this. I posted a picture of it on Instagram a few days ago. This is so fucking cool looking, and you can't appreciate the size of it from this angle. Maybe you can appreciate the size of it from this angle. It is a honker. This is the biggest stab wood mod I've ever used. I mean, it's taller and wider than a hexome. I mean, by a lot, it's taller and wider. It feels huge. It just feels like I'm holding a big, smooth box. They should have just called this the big, the big smooth box mod, but it's not. It's called the stub from Leaning Tree Wood Mods. It's wood on the front, stabilized wood all around with this huge gash. Look at that gash. Look at that gash of green acrylic right there. Very clicky MyTech switch. This is a lipo-powered DNA 250. It's got those like... I don't know, slightly annoying, but fine, like BB style buttons that I'm not a huge fan of. Anyway, I have it at 120 watts with the Sense Blazer Pro, which we're also going to talk about in one second, but I've really been fucking enjoying this thing. I've only been using it one day. I literally got it today, and I put this tank on here, and this is a huge diameter. I remember not too long ago, I was talking about the Twisted Messes 30 millimeter and how you would struggle to find a mod to fit on it. I have a feeling that the Twisted Messes 30 millimeter would fit on here. In fact, I'm tempted to go dig it out and just see if it fits on here, just cuz for science, right? Oh yeah, that's perfect. Now this isn't built or anything, so I'm not gonna be able to vape it, but it fits the Twisted Messes 30 millimeter with room to spare, with room to spare. This could fit probably a 35 or 40 millimeter atomizer on there. The Twisted Messes 30 fits on here flawlessly. In fact, I am, I am halfway tempted to just wick this up so that I can use it. I still got my, I still got those big coils in there. This would be freaking perfect. I mean, freaking perfect on this mod. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe I'll wick that up, maybe I'll wick that up. But anyway, this is the stump from Leaning Tree Wood Mods. I will post a link down in the description. Now, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. This is a really fucking expensive mod. Now, they do a couple of different mods, but this, the stump, oh, I guess it's only a DNA 200. That's, that's perfectly fine, is it? I'm gonna check. I'm gonna verify this information. Nope, this is a DNA 250. Okay, so the DNA 200 of the stump, 699. Oh God, 699, that is, there's no way around it, dude. That's a really fucking expensive mod. I mean, really fucking expensive mod, but they have them in stock. They have them in stock right now. There's two in stock. There's this like beautiful green stab wood looking guy and there's this other red wood. Oh, that looks so fucking cool. Oh, and it's got red acrylic on the back, like orange acrylic. It looks like lava. That is awesome. These are also $699. That is... <laughs> 
I have no words. That's just an all-around expensive mod. So yes, I am going to be spending way more time with this stump from Leaning Tree Wood Mods. I really want to put this through its paces and see if it's worth, if I think it's worth $700. That is, that's almost a grand. That is... That is expensive. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and justify the price and be like, oh, it takes a lot to to carve it and blah and the logo and the wood blocks and the DNA 200 is an expensive board and the work that goes into it. Like, I'm sure that price is justified. Six ninety nine. I just want to see if I think that this mod is worth six hundred six hundred ninety nine dollars. That's Okay, that's just crazy. That's just crazy expensive. So, obviously, I give you my word. I will spend all of my time with this mod. I will see if I think that it's worth that much money. And obviously, I'm going to have to do that, you know, before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. But let's talk about what's on top. This is the Heracles set. No, not Heracles. Not Heracles. This is the... Okay, where am I going? Where am I going with this right now? What product am I looking at? This is the Sense blazer pro so in the beginning of my episode one of the uk vape jam video i was kind of like having a love affair with the sense blazer and i stand by that the sense blazer is an amazing sub ohm tank it gets really really fucking hot but it is an amazing sub ohm tank the sense blazer pro is like a bigger version of the sense blazer this is a 25 millimeter tank it uses these gigantic coil heads that not only have vertical multiple vertical coils going through them but they've also planted like two horizontal coils at the very top it's just an overall really interesting design it was easy to prime everything i basically primed it like a dripper i just put a whole mess of juice into that coil head. It's got the same amazing sense fill system where you twist the dial and you pull it off and you squeeze it. Let me fill this up. I've got this loaded up with a vlog day from the Grim Green Signature line and the flavor on the Sense Blazer Pro Tank. It's not amazing. You know what I mean? It's not anything to write home about, but it is quite good. I know what this juice should taste like, and it tastes exactly like that. This is the 0.33 ohm coil head. It can hold up to uh, about 120 watts. That's what I'm vaping it at right now. I feel like it could even hold up to more wattage, but I don't wanna, I don't wanna go down that road quite yet. I just wanna enjoy this coil head without possibly burning it up. The airflow, just super smooth, wide open airflow. It's loud, listen. It's loud. It's a loud airflow, but it is airflow in abundance. So many clouds, bro, clouds. They do have another coil head for this that doesn't have those top two horizontal coils on it. I haven't got to try that yet. I was so fascinated by the way that this coil head looked. It was the first one I threw on there, and I've been having just a great, great old time with this tank, man. Highly decent flavor, insane performance, insane ease of use, really good airflow, and really easy to fill. I mean, what more are you looking for in a sub-ohm tank? This could be a review for the sub-ohm tank right now, but what I want to do is put this coil head through its paces. I want to just vape the ever-loving hell out of this coil head and see how long it lasts. You know what I mean? That's when I'm thinking about sub-ohm tanks, I'm interested in, two, in three things. I'm interested to see how easy it is to fill. 
I want to feel the airflow, and I want to see how long the coil heads last. Those are the three most important factors to me when choosing a sub-ohm tank. So I'm going to be heavily evaluating those on this Sense Blazer Pro. I'm going to spend a lot more time with it before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. But for right now, man, this little setup right here, it's huge. It's honking. I mean, look at that setup. It's big. Look at, look at it in my hand. It's big. It's a big mod with a big tank, and it just... It's just good. So many freaking clouds, bro, clouds. And when you purge it, come on, that looked kind of cool, right? Comes out as an X. That's just, that's just super cool. So yeah, Sense Blazer. And don't worry, like I said before, I'll be putting links in the description to everything that I'm talking about. But we have to move on from that. We have to move forward because I got a couple more first impressions to do. This I am really excited about. This is something I picked up in the UK at Vape Jam UK. Do you see this little guy right here? Are you seeing this? This is a squonker from uh, Tripophobic Mods. And... I cannot find any information about this mod or this company anywhere on the internet. If anybody has a link or some information, please let me know down in the comments below. But this comes from Tripophobic Mods. Oh, pardon me. God, Nick, stop it. Tripophobic Mods. This is a single 18650 3D printed squonker box. Fully mechanical. This button is fully mechanical. When I press the button, the vapors happen. Fully mechanical, 3D printed squonker box. It's like this dual tone color. It's got like a gray body and like this reddish maroon, you know, sort of uh, tripophobic sort of thing on there. I'm not sure if anyone is familiar with tripophobia. It doesn't affect me or trigger me, but it really messes a lot of people up. It's when there's holes in things that shouldn't have holes in them, like, you know, like, like a spider sponge or something or like the inside of bone marrow like that really freaks people out it's a legit phobia called tripophobia and they designed this to look like that it's got all these weird awkward holes and it's got a big hole right there for your squonker bottle and so I got my squonker bottle in there I got the icon rda with the squonker pin in it I have some mturk aliens on here this has been a rockin' fun vape. And like I said, I've only been using this for a day. I picked it up in the UK, but I didn't have a squonker atomizer with me in the UK. So had to wait till I got home. I threw the squonker pin inside the Icon. Fantastic vape. This is loaded up with Melange, which is a juice that I absolutely love from Known Distro. It's uh, sweet and citrusy and fruity, and I'm just overall a big fan. It kind of reminds me of like mandarin oranges you know when you buy the can of mandarin oranges and then you drink the juice out of the can because come on we all drink the juice out of the can it's kind of that really sweet mandarin orangey flavor at least that's what i get out of it um been having a good time with this guy just this little guy little single 18650 you know what i mean battery life it's not gonna be much to write home about you're gonna get as you know as good a battery life as if you were rocking this icon on like a single 18650 mech or any other single 18650 device it's gonna be fine and then it's gonna slowly fade away until you're annoyed with it but for right now right now is good and i have not been I have not been 
actively squonking for years. I mean, for years and years. The last squonker mod that I owned that I really loved was the Rio Grande. And the one I had only worked with like those little Joy Tech 510 disposable atomizers. That was the last time I was avidly squonking. And now I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of like brand new to this. Like I'm not sure how much of this I need to squeeze in there. And it makes... It makes like slurpy noises and I've been trying to investigate like I've been squonking with the cap off like I pull this cap off and I hold the bottle to see how much juice gets up there because I get really sketchy about like my coils going dry and like the next time I need to squonk so it's a little bit of a learning curve but both doors come off like that so you can pop your 18650 out you can pop your juice bottle out you can fill it back up fully mechanical little switch right there with a tiny tiny little throw these doors only go on one way and when it's all put together it feels really nice in the hand a really small little squonker guy i wish i wish the hole for the squonk was on the other side and i can't no you can't uh shit no you can't switch it and that sucks because a lot of the times when I'm sitting at my desk and I'm typing, I'm vaping with my left hand rather than with my right hand. The majority of the time when I'm out and about, I vape with my right hand, but for some reason in my office, I vape with my left hand, and I would love to be able to squonk this with one hand, like type, 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 squonk, 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 vape, 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 type, 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 squonk, 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 vape, vape, vape. But the Mike Vapes icon with the squonk pin is working just friggin' fantastic on here. I've really been enjoying it. Now, this is another thing that I cannot find any information about online. If anybody knows anything about tripophobic mods, this is the little insert they gave me. That's their logo, tripophobic mods. It tells me all about the company. It has the certificate of authenticity, V1, black and red, created on 3-3-2017. This is number five tripophobic mods they have an instagram with no pictures on it and i can't find anything i tried tripophobicmods.com tripophobicmods.co.uk i tried googling tripophobic mods tripophobic mods vape tripophobic mods vape squonker i can find zero information about this so i couldn't even tell you how much it costs or what other variations they have if they do like a dual 18650 guy or they offer a bigger model a smaller model anything I don't even know if this thing has a name. It's just called Tripophobic Mods. It's not like the the jetpack or the the uh, the I don't know. I'm, I'm running out of um, I have a loss for names right now. But the mod itself, I don't believe, has a name. It's just Tripophobic Mods Single 18650 3D Printed Squonker Mod, and that's a really long name. But if anybody has any information, Tripophobic Mods, if the gentleman that handed this to me in the UK Vape Jam is watching, just let me know in the comments down below. Just, just give me a link or give me some info or where I can send people to get more information about this. Obviously, and I always say this, as with all my first impressions, I am going to spend a lot more time with this before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue, but I'm enjoying squonking again. It's something that I haven't done in a really long time. I have never squonked with an RDA. I just haven't done it. <laughs> I just haven't done it until now. So there you go. Tripophobic mods. I'm, I'm squonking away. I'm squonking like a little squonky guy. 
Anyway, really been enjoying that. So the last thing that we're going to talk about right now is this box mod that I got from Mass Mods, right? Mass Mods. Look at that. It looks a lot like the Titan. This is parallel like the Titan. Aluminum enclosure, much like the Titan. MyTech Switch, much like the Titan. It's a parallel, unregulated, and I thought it was a weird choice for them to do sort of a raised 22 millimeter 510 on there. I threw the recoil on there. The matte black and the matte black just look really cool. One of the things that attracted me to this mod is this huge empty black surface right there. That's just begging for a sticker. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a sticker on there for sure, but it's a dual parallel, unregulated box mod, and it's got one really unique, really, really unique feature. And we'll talk about it in one sec. Let me just take a pull on this. 0.15 ohm uh, dual aliens here in the recoil. M-Turk Turkish blend. It's gonna be a good vape, I just know it. Yep, that is a fan-freaking-tastic vape. So, you can pop this door off. There's a little notch in the bottom. There's your battery sled. They both go positive side up because it's parallel. They have dual MOSFETs in here. And then they have this little switch right here. So, you can turn it off. Nothing happens. You can turn it on. And the vapors happen. Or you can turn it to the middle. And it has this feature called capacitive touch. Which means that... If the button gets pressed and you're not holding the mod, it won't fire. But if the button gets pressed and you're holding the mod, it will fire. Allow me to demonstrate. Holding the mod, press the button. Yeah, vapors happen like crazy. But now, let's say I grab the mod with this rag. Let's say that this is this is this is, you know, impersonating a a, a person's purse or a pocket or something. I'm holding it with this rag, and I press the button with this juice bottle right here. Nothing happens. You can hear me clicking the button, listen. That button is getting pressed and nothing is happening. I can press the button and nothing fires. Nothing fires. That's crazy, if I set it down on the table and I just hold it using like the plastic drip tip and I press the button, nothing happens. It doesn't fire, but if you grab the mod and you hold it, it will fire. There is a blue indicator light there on the bottom, so if I let go of it, it should show green or blue. It shows blue when you're touching the mod. Do you see how when I place my finger over the button, it turns blue? That means you're good to go, but if you're not touching if you're not touching that button and you try to use like a juice bottle or something to get it to fire, it's not going to fire, which means you can put this in your pocket with a bottle of juice, sit down on it, lean up against something, and it's not going to fire. Or you can turn it all the way off and it's also not going to fire. But when you pull it back out of your pocket and you grab it and you see that blue light happening when I put my finger over the button, that means it's going to fire. Holy crap! Come on! That is cool! That is like an actual innovation in what would be a normal, you know, aluminum anodized parallel 18650 box. It's got this very innovative feature, which I think is really cool. It says dual low resistance MOSFETs, color LED battery indicator, capacitive safety. It's the first unregulated mod using our unique feature. This sensor relies on the electrical properties of the human potty to detect when the button is being touched and or 
pressed. Three position master switch. With a flick of the switch, you can bypass this captive function or turn the mod off completely. Uh, silicon wires, all wires in the UA1 are silicone slathered. Sl silicone sheathed. Why did I say slathered? That's not even a real word, man. Silicone sheathed and meant for high current applications. These wires are super flexible, strong, and are rated for temperatures of up to 200 degrees Celsius. MyTech switch, covered solder joints. This is a great, so far, let's just say that. So far, I am really impressed with this. That capacitive touch thing, when you just place your finger over the button, that's kind of amazing. I wonder if I hold it and I press it like this. No, no. Oh, wow, look at that. It doesn't even fire. I'm holding it and it doesn't even fire. It has to sense your finger on the switch and it's really super accurate. Look at that, there's no guesswork or anything going on. I can just press the button and vape. Sorry, Minikin. So yeah, good times there with the mass mods. This is the mass mods UA1, UA1. And it's a little bit on the expensive side, I guess, $175, sure. I mean, you're gonna need your vape budget hands. This has extra added safety, you know what I mean? The Titan is its own thing, and I'm only comparing it to the Titan because it's it's basically a Titan. It uses a MyTech switch, uses an anodized aluminum enclosure, it runs dual parallel unregulated 18650, it's got MOSFETs to protect the switch, but it also has that, pardon me, capacitive safety thingy where you place your finger over the button and now it's ready to go. Boom, it turns green and it's ready to fire. And if you hold it and you press it with something else, like something that could be in your purse maybe or something like your wallet or your keys, it's not going to fire, but then you use your finger and it fires. I think that's just really fancy. I just think that's really cool. So I'm going to spend some time with this UA1 before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. But with this black matte black recoil on there and that uh, capacitive touch and dual parallel unregulated, I know this is going to be a good vape and I'm really looking forward to vaping it. So yeah, that's, we're gonna move on from that. That's gonna wrap up all of the first impressions that I have for this week. And what we're gonna do right now is get to some retro vaping. So the thing I have to retro vape this week is something I found when I was moving and it is still in the plastic packaging. This is a tank that Inakin released probably, I don't know, 1650, 2012, 2013. I'm trying to think about where I was living when I got this tank. And I think it was, I think this came out in 2013, but this is the Inakin Gladius tank. Gladius tank. Does anybody remember the Inokin Gladius tank? High quality Pyrex glass, dual bottom coil system, standard 510 connection, interchangeable drip tip, 1.4 mil capacity, easy to replace the coils, two extra replacement coils. The Gladius was basically Inokin's answer to the Pro Tank. This is like their version of the Pro Tank. Oh yeah, look at that. Look at that coil head. That is just a dinky little coil head. That is definitely, definitely silica wick in there. It's got a little rubber stopper on top. I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is exactly like the Pro Tank coil heads. And then this is your tank. 
Look at that. It's got that patented, ridiculously tall Inokin drip tip that they used to ship with all of their tanks, with all of their everything. It's got a very, very tight mouth-to-lung style airflow. Very tight mouth-to-lung. I'm just going to pop this coil head in here. I'm going to fill it up with some juice. Um, I don't know if I have any, like... High Nick 50-50 juice that I can throw in here right now. Oh, yeah, I totally do. I got some 18 milligram Lucky Pair right here. There's no way to really prime this coil head, but it is on silica wick, which means if you get a dry hit, it's not going to burn your wick. Silica was very heat resistant. Oh, this is not a top fill. What am I doing? It's not 2017. This wasn't a top fill. Nope, was definitely not a top fill. This was a bottom fill tank. So I'm gonna take my Lucky Pair juice. There's two little kidney-shaped juice flow holes right there. So I'm just gonna put some juice in here. I don't wanna blow my whole load. I'm not gonna fill this tank up completely because I would like to use this juice elsewhere as well. I'm gonna plug this back on. I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give it some dry toots. And this is what we used to have to do. And you still kinda should do this with most sub-ohm tanks is I'm gonna turn off the airflow like that. And I'm just gonna give it some like Kind of get the juice in there. You see those bubbles happening? Yes, a bunch of bubbles happening. You just want to make sure that that silica wick is wet in there. Gladius tank. Look at that. I wish I had a like a retro-y mod to put this on. I'll put that on. I'll put it on the Inokin, uh, the Eye Taste VV mod that we that we retro vaped a few weeks ago. Or even better yet, I'm gonna put it on that white Grim Army Inokin Cool Fire. Now, this is a 2.1 ohm coil, so no, I don't need to be rocking it at 50 watts. I'm gonna turn this down to 10 watts. 10 watts is gonna give me five volts on a two ohm coil. I'm actually gonna turn this down even more. I don't trust it at 10 watts. I'm gonna turn it down to eight watts. Eight watts, Inokin Gladius. Look at this ridiculous thing, but it is a mouth-to-lung tank. Time to open that airflow back up. Let's have a few toots. Let's see how it goes. Holy crap, it's vaping. Okay, it actually can stand to use a little bit more wattage. So I'm gonna turn this back up to 10 watts. Two ohm coil at 10 watts, boy. Yeah, dude, it's totally vaping. I'm getting some really good flavor off of this. I'm getting a really nice throat hit from that 18 milligram juice. It is mouth to lung insanity, and I don't wanna use that wicked long drip tip anymore, so I'm gonna see what else works in here. Oh, there we go, look at that. That, that little drip tip is so much better. Gladius tank, still working after all these years. Eighteen milligram, mouth to lung, throat hit is nice, coil head is nice and crackly. I always thought this was a great tank. I used to use this tank back in the day for a lot of my juice tasting. Whenever I'd get a lot of juices in, I would, I mean, Inokin sent me a metric fuck ton of Gladius tanks, and I would just 
fill them all up with different flavors of juice. And that's how I tasted juices back in the day was with the Gladius tank, which, like I said earlier, was basically their version of the Kanger Pro tank. It uses basically the same coil heads. They're nice and crackly. I bet if we did some Google Foo, we could find the Gladius tank somewhere. Might even give this a little bit more wattage, huh? What do you think about that? 12 watts, what? Now we're getting crazy. Works just as good. Let's try to find it. I'm interested now. Let's try to find it. Gladius tank. Uh, let's see. Does Mount Baker Vapor have it in stock? Yeah, dude. Mount Baker Vapor has them in stock right now for $4.49. For $4.50. You too can experience the classic Inokin Gladius tank from way back in 2013. Just mouth to lung coil heads and they seem to work really well. Now this is, this is a 50-50 juice, so it's going to wick a lot better than if you have like a 70 VG juice in here. This is a 50-50 PG VG from the Namber Classics. It's Lucky Pear, it's delicious, and it's 18 milligram. So it is wicking really well, and it is giving me good flavor, and it is giving me, you know, some pretty decent mouth-to-lung, uh, mouth-to-lung mouth action. God, I, the, the combination of this Lucky Pear flavor and this Gladius tank is just taking me in a time machine back to 2013. I feel like I'm sitting in front of my monitor with Britney Spears on the wall and my video quality is really bad and my audio quality is kind of bad and I don't do any edits or anything like that. And I just talk for 20 minutes and I, there's a lot of like, um, and yeah, and uh, and back when I was working graveyard shift at Starbucks, good lord, it's taking me back in time, man. But anyway, yeah, that's what I got for retro vaping. Seriously, if you want to try this out, five bucks from Mount Baker Vapor. It's not going to break the bank. Get some high nicotine 50-50 juice, and you too can be vaping mouth to lung like this. Good shit. All right, let's wrap up this retro vaping segment. It's time to end this vlog. Let's do my favorite comments of the week. All right, well, once again, I have to give a shout out to Nico from Sweden and everybody else who goes through and sends me some of their favorite comments of the week. They're always helpful. I might not use all of them, but uh, it's always funny to see. Anyway, First guy wrote in Bolashai Booze. I don't know what kind of name that is, and I don't understand what this comment means, but this person just said, Oh, okay, so we rat the bird again. You won the gate crap frown? You won that? Okay, okay. <laughs> but I'm at a loss. I have no idea what that means. I have no idea what that means. It's just a bunch of words that they wrote. It's just gibberish words. Anyway... Charles wrote in, Charles Jenkins says, my boobs look like your boobs. If we rub them together, maybe we can make nipple butter. Hashtag churning butter. Yeah, apparently, uh, you know, I had that video a while back where everyone was like obsessed with my man boobs. Um, but I mean, that's whatever. That's a weird thing to be obsessed about. This person, Adam, just said, bring back the Britney poster. Here's the thing with the Britney poster. 
I'm a 40-year-old adult male now, so I don't know if having a Britney Spears poster behind me is necessarily a really good idea anymore. I'm just putting that out there. I probably wouldn't feel comfortable putting a Britney Spears poster behind me, no matter how hot she still is. Just not going to happen. Plus, unfortunately, the Britney Spears poster was heavily, heavily damaged when I moved, and uh, it wouldn't make it on the wall anyway. Clorox Bleach left a comment and said, You could be me one and only ah get it me one like the me one mod me one and only ah, i just thought i don't know i thought that was pretty funny this one i thought was really interesting second to the last comment of the week it was like a family reunion on my youtube sky left a comment and said my daughter has a light case of eczema but i was wondering how in the world did you get tattooed with eczema and one of the replies was from kirk who wrote I'm scrolling through the comments, just reading, and then I'm like, whoa, that guy looks like my dad. Oh, that is my dad. I was wondering the same thing about the tats. <laughs> That's amazing. And then Grayson left a comment and said, ah, the father-daughter meeting on a Tuesday Bro Tuesday comments. This makes me happy. Yeah. That's awesome. That's totally fucking cool that they met. They had two, two, two people in the same family leaving comments on my video. To answer your question, um, I don't get tattooed when I was having an eczema breakout. But what I've noticed is that the areas that I've had tattooed, I don't get eczema breakouts. I used to get eczema breakouts all up and down my arms. I mean, horrific red eczema breakouts all up and down my arms. And then when I got this arm fully done. What's well, not fully done, I guess. Jafar up here still needs some work. Just welcome to the gun show. But when I got this arm fully tattooed, I completely 100% stopped breaking out with eczema where I was tattooed. Interesting, right? But no, I've never tattooed over eczema. That would be just the worst thing ever. There's not a tattoo artist, I think, that would do that anyway. Even when I was talking to Mark about it, we would wait until my eczema was completely cleared up. I mean, completely cleared up before we tattooed over it. But no, don't get tattooed over eczema. And I don't think there's a tattoo artist that would do that. Anyway, here's the last comment of the week. Tom left a comment and said, Grim Green, does your shirt say Gouda? As in cheese? <laughs> no, I was wearing a Gojira shirt. It did not say Gouda, but I would not not be against wearing a t-shirt representing cheese. I love cheese. I'm a cheese guy. Well, I would just get a shirt that just says cream cheese. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make Grim Green shirts in this Grim Green font that just says cream cheese. That's, that's it. But it's going to look like Grim Green, but it's going to say cream cheese because I think more people need to wear t-shirts representing their favorite cheeses, right? No? Am I wrong about this? I feel like that would be a really cool idea. Anyway, let's wrap this vlog up. We are all done. That was everything. Favorite comments of the week included. Let me take a quick look around the room and make sure I didn't forget anything. Dude, this is still so fucking cool, James. I can't get over it. Thank you. This is awesome. Yeah, looks like we're good to go. So like I said, I don't have any travel planned coming up. Uh, I'm going to be spending this weekend in San Francisco just for fun. Uh, me and the lady friend Casey Pickle are going to get away to San Francisco for for just a brief time, but it's not going to affect my video schedule. Uh, I'll have a vlog this week, as you are well aware, because you're watching it right now. Tuesday, bro, Tuesday next week, vlog, Tuesday, bro, Tuesday, and we're going to keep that momentum going until I have to whatever, leave the country again, I guess. But anyway, thank you so much for sticking with me during my odd travel schedules. I hope you guys liked the UK adventure uh, episodes. I'm going to be doing a travel vlog for 
the show in Dayton, Ohio. I'm not 100% sure what it's called. I think it's called the Midwest Vapor Expo, but don't quote me on that. Um, Local Vape is presenting it, and it's in Dayton, Ohio, and I'm going to be there at the beginning of June. So the whole month of May is basically going to be just right on track, just the, the programming that you've come to know and love. And thank you to everybody that makes it to the end of the vlog. I always say this. You are my favorite people. Anyway, I'm going to grab... Ooh, what am I going to grab? Oh, this is weird. I'm going to grab this guy. I'm going to grab this big lean tree mod with the giant sense blazer pro tank on top i'm just gonna vape my face off i'm gonna edit some video and i'm gonna have a great old time doing it but anyway that's what i got everybody thank you so much for watching and as always let's keep on vaping